When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Some people just know bundling with Allstate means big savings. Just like they know the right ingredient means big flavor. They know honey on pizza is where it's at. And olive oil on ice cream is the cherry on top. And they know when you bundle home and auto with Allstate, you can save up to 25%. Mm -mm. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois. On the Texas A&M Sports Network, from Learfield IMG College, live from Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue, on Harvey Road in College Station, this is the Gary Blair Radio Show, brought to you by Bud Light, Game Day's favorite light lager, Texas Ford, official truck and SUV of Texas A&M Athletics, Memorial Herman, Advancing Health, and by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Visit Rudy's.com to find real Texas barbecue near you. Now, the Gary Blair Radio Show. Ooh, it's cold outside. Goodness gracious, but it is warm here at Rudy's. You can warm up with some Rudy's barbecue tonight. It's the Gary Blair Radio Show with Coach Gary Blair. I'm Steve Miller. Great to have uh, such a great crowd out. We've even got two busloads of folks with us uh, here. So, love that. That was that was great. So, uh Gary, I was looking at the AP poll today. Um, you guys have been playing okay lately. Um, you're up four spots to uh, number 15. The RPI's 15. 12 and two over the last 14 games. And the NCAA is gonna uh, do a, uh, a top 16 announcement tonight and hopefully we see it during our uh, show. And if so, we will uh, share that. But congratulations. It's it's been a great ride. Uh, 
Our kids are resilient. They play through anything. Injuries, bad ball games, bad calls, good calls. Uh, our kids just respond. They play well. It's not that we've overachieved. We've achieved. And that's what uh, A&M basketball is all about. It doesn't matter who graduates, who leaves on their own will, who's injured, next man up mentality. And that's what we had to have. And uh, I'm just proud of the execution and the mindset of these kids. I'm proud of my staff. The work that they put in, you've got no idea, fans, how hard a staff works for each ball game. And a staff is already working for the second or the third game ahead because we spread out the scouting. And, of course, Starkey has the final say on all the defensive input and everything. But we're very – Amy's scout was Arkansas, of course, because she was a graduate from there. If she wanted to keep her job, she was going to make sure we beat Arkansas. <laughs> and she did a great job of scouting. And uh, I thought we did a very good job on Dungey. And, and Tolleson was three for 14. Dungey got 15, but she had to work for it. And uh, she didn't go off for 33 like she did the night before. It has been fun to watch, especially in that game and over the last few weeks, especially your post players, Indy Jones and Sierra Johnson, and how their development has been this season. Gosh, look at Indy, the unknown person. She averages about seven points a game. But all of a sudden, she had 16 boards. And like Coach Neighbor said, uh, she was everywhere, every defensive board. And a lot of times, she was switched over on Dungey. She had to guard her, but Dungey had to guard her. And that's how she got 13 points a lot. We ran a couple of sets to get her isolated on Dungey, and Dungey had to set a foul trouble. And so that's how we were able to get a couple baskets by trying to exploit their best player like they try to do that to Kennedy a lot of times on mismatches or driving or something. And sometimes you just got to stay out of foul trouble. It was the fourth straight game that you guys had 30 or more defensive rebounds. And that limits the second chance points for the other team. They just had five points yesterday. Arkansas did in second looks. That's, I know it's been a focus this season. You guys had a tremendous success at that. How have you been able to have so much success in limiting those second chance opportunities? Well, first, it's a mindset, rebounding. It all started when Dennis Rodman was in my PE class. Goodness. Okay. 40-something years ago. I know, but he was in my pee. He couldn't play a lick. If I would have only known, but his sister was the best defensive rebounder I ever coached, and she went on to La Tech, uh, Deborah Rodman. But, no, that's, it's, it's a mindset. It's how we practice. It's what we do. It's the expectations and how tough our kids are. They play hard. They might look like who could picture – India Jones being rough. I mean, she <laughs> looks like a debutante, okay? And she's such a nice kid, got a smile on her face all the time, but she plays the game hard, and there's pressure on her. I think her boyfriend went for 22 and 12 uh, the night before, so she said, I got to step up my game. Imagine she, to get like a player of the week or something like that? Uh, it would be nice. Flag got player <laughs> of the week, and so she wanted to at least have. Uh, 
I call them my Ken and Barbie dolls. Oh. I mean, they're they're very good kids and represent A&M very well. Has uh, you've you've talked about your your staff at at, at length here, the great job they've been doing, and and you've been able to keep your staff together for several years now, and the quality of response that your players have given you. Has Gary Blair received enough attaboys this year? <laughs> From the people that don't go to my games, I see them around town because I'm everywhere. I eat out a lot because of my lack of cooking ability. <laughs> and, uh, and I get a lot of pats on the back. Uh, Saturday night, I took my family out. They were all my Dallas freeloaders were in. <laughs> and they wanted me to pay for dinner. And uh, It's worth the drive for them, isn't uh, it? It is. And so uh, I put them up. They got their Marriott points at my place. And uh, <laughs> But, no, it was good, but everybody wanted to come over, but they're so proud of this basketball team. Whether they come to the games or not, that does not matter to me. If they're a fan and they've got other activities going on in their life, as long as they follow us either by the newspaper or by the radio or the television or word of mouth, they're fans. That's all I can ask for. Well, and, again, I think that uh, it's it's – our fans uh, appreciate uh, appreciate you. I think uh, um, you don't get enough of these accolades because there are so many superstars on this team. There are so many great things going around, and, and you're not the one out front beating your chest of, you know, I should be coach of the year. This is this is all this. Hey, the success comes because of the program that you've built. It's 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 an expectation, right? It's it's not about the team in eighteen nineteen. It is about the program, the program that started in 03, 04, that first recruiting class, and then those recruits. How about the players that were here before? They had an input on who was coming in on that first recruiting class. They had to check their egos at the door and say, hey, these new kids are coming in are probably better than us, and I better get mom and dad ready because playing time is going to go down. That's exactly <laughs> what happened. And it just keeps carrying on and carrying on and carrying on. Uh, I love to build programs. I enjoy teams. But building a program, that's what I'm good at. I hire the right people. I get the right administration behind me. And we sell it to the town. Who was your first recruit at Texas A&M? It was either Erica Roy or Charlotte Castile. Whichever one signed first, I cannot remember. Mm -hmm. Both of them were two junior college players. Erica had three years to play. Uh, she was at UA Fort Smith when it was a junior college. And then Charlotte Castile was a Duncanville player that was playing at Paris Junior College. Both of them came in and did a very good job. And then that first full recruiting class, what was uh, the, that impact is, we're still seeing that today. Is that accurate? Aquanisha Franklin, Hall of Famer, Katie Pounds Lee, who I went to her sister's wedding Saturday. So <laughs> Bailey? Worked, uh, Bailey got yeah. married Saturday at St. Mary's Church. I went to that wedding. Well, have you ever been to a Catholic wedding? They last a long time. <laughs> they sing a lot of songs. I got to get back to my Baptist ways or something. But my God, I, that was a long wedding. And Marenike Atunrije, a very special young lady. Uh, I'm, I'm just, my mind's, uh, Patrice Rito. Mm -hmm. 
And uh, did I say Latoya Gully? Latoya Gully, I think those were the five. And then we followed it up the next year with Mishaw and T.K. Starks, Daniel Gant, or was that the following year? My Rolodex has stopped, but they're all running together. I bet it's something to see that Rolodex. Uh, you, you may still be keeping it, uh, keeping it updated? Uh, keep it updated, and I try to talk to as many of them. At the ball game the other night, I had Stephen F. Austin's. My first All-American there came, Annie Norris. And this is a true story. Her freshman year, I was still at La Tech. We played them twice and beat them by 35 or so. That team was 3-24 and 24 that year. And I coached them. Annie Norris, ladies, excuse this, but uh, she weighed 238 pounds. And I said, Annie, that's not going to cut it. I play a lot faster. She got her weight down, made all conference that year. The next year, averaged about 20 points a game after averaging seven. And then the next two years, most valuable player in the league. She's a cancer survivor. And she has done a wonderful job, a great mom and everything. And she was at the ball game. And it was pretty special seeing her. Yeah, great to see all the uh, legacies of, uh, of Gary Blair's coaching uh, family and tree uh, when they uh, come around. Uh, coming up in this program, we are going to uh, break down the SEC tournament. Play starts for the Aggies this Friday at uh, 7.30. We'll break down the tournament. We'll look at the RPI more in-depth. Bracketology, we've got the, uh, the master here of bracketology. That Charlie Cream is getting his tips from Gary Blair. Plus, when we come back, we'll ask Gary Blair an update on Kennedy Carter. That and more. We're live at Rudy's Barbecue. It's the Gary Blair Radio Show from Learfield IMG College. Basketball and barbecue lovers know the perfect brisket needs the right wood. Rudy smokes all their meats using their delicious signature rubs in 100% oak-fired pits. Get your real Texas barbecue fix today at Rudy's or on the web at rudys.com. We are live at Rudy's Barbecue on Harvey Road. It's the Coach Gary Blair Radio Show. This is our second to last show. We will be here again <laughs> next Monday night for the final edition of this season. And with Coach Gary Blair, I'm Steve Miller. The Aggies play this Friday at around 7.30, I don't know, maybe 7. 15 central time um, follows uh, the game that starts at 5 o'clock central time and the Aggies will play the winner of Vandy Alabama versus Auburn so got people going to play a couple of games uh, before they get to here because the Aggies have the double bye. Uh, the tournament is uh, starts Wednesday at uh, Bond Secor's Wellness Arena in Greenville, South Carolina. You can listen to all the Aggie games on the Texas A&M Sports Network, which locally during the tournament this week will be News Talk 1620 WTAW. You can also watch on the SEC Network or on the ESPN app. And Gary, let's uh, first, uh, you know, yesterday Kennedy got hurt. I don't know if it's too soon to ask about her condition. I know you guys gave the kids a day off today, but what is, uh, what's her status that you know of at least right now? She's still seeing the doctors. We will know more. Everybody will know more at the media at 2 o'clock tomorrow when I have a press conference. Your normal, okay. your normal pre-tournament. Normal pre-tournament, but right now we're in rehab. She's not the only one. We're trying to get Jackson back where her shoulder can go. She was unavailable at the last ball game. Mm -hmm. We're still in the rehab of Aaliyah Wilson. And so we, the only healthy one, by the time you get this late in the season, is Coach Blair. 
Oh, I'm the goodness. only healthy one. I'm, I'm built out of Rudy's Barbecue. I know. And, um, if they would put fried okra on their menu, that's all I would need. <laughs> I'm going to have to talk to Rudy about that. <laughs> what is, uh, how is Aaliyah Wilson doing? Rehab, she's ahead of schedule like we thought she would. She's constantly working. Uh, she saw Bram Hall today, and they're going to try to put her in... Uh, contact not oh. scrimmaging mm -hmm. but light contact where she can go out there and just go through the motions mm -hmm. but we're going to do it very slowly because obviously she will not play this year mm -hmm. so let's look at the uh, conference tournament We've kind of mentioned uh, the couple of play-in games begin wednesday uh in our side of the bracket uh, Vanderbilt is the 14 seed playing 11 seed Alabama on a Wednesday. Uh, that's the second game on Wednesday. The first game Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central Time is Florida and Ole Miss. But uh, uh, the Aggies are already at the double bye. So just kind of your overall looks at the teams you might be facing here. Vanderbilt, Alabama, or six seed Auburn is who A&M can match up with. No, it's funny. Vanderbilt had won the game before. Then they went in and they lost at home on senior day to Florida. <laughs> and so you're, you're really not sure. Alabama got run by 35 points at Missouri's senior day. And they had a good crowd there, 6,900. Uh, by the way, folks out there in radio land, they had 18,000 at the South Carolina-Mississippi State game. Okay, I just, I'm just giving a little hint to marketing and everything. If we get a chance to come back home, 18,000, that is so good for women's basketball. Yeah, we'd only have to turn away 5,000, so I think that'd be, that'd be just fine. <laughs> that would be great. But uh, who do we want to play? Whoever's banged up a little like us. <laughs> <laughs> An evener matchup. And we've played them all. We've beaten all three of those teams, but uh, we've never lost in the state of Alabama, the Alabama or Auburn. So I think that's who we're going to see, one of those two. And I'm very good friends with the Alabama coach, who most of y'all should know. She married an Aggie, Kelly Curry. She used to be assistant coach here for uh, Candy Harvey. Krista Sims. And uh, I really like the Alabama coaching staff, and we might match up better with them. Auburn beat LSU yesterday on the road. They're going to turn you over no matter what you do, no matter who's playing the point or the two guard. They force LSU into 24 turnovers, won the ball game yesterday and only shot 35%. And But their defense is their offense, and they're the best in the league at trapping. And... Anybody but Auburn. <laughs> you've done this. Uh, you've done this conference tournament both ways, with uh, playing on Thursday and also getting the double buy. Obviously, the double buy is the big reward to only play on Friday. What impact does that have on on your team uh, or any team to get that double buy? Well, this team, particularly since we're we've got five kids that are in the top 24 in minutes played in our league out of 14 teams. Due to necessity, due to very good starters, due to we have no depth at the point guard position, and that's what happens. 
So sometimes your depth is sitting on the bench. They're waiting to be developed. You got to wait for them to have those opportunities. But the most important thing is you have to win the game and win each possession. It's not a tryout. Okay, you've got to get it done in practice to be able to get it done, the opportunity to do during the ball games. By my count, when you play the last game up on Friday as the double bye, nine of the 14 teams have already left town. Yep. <laughs> Before we even play Before our first you game. Before we even play. <laughs> uh, I'm not fond of playing the last game. I'd rather play the first game if I'm playing the first game generally that means you're the number one seat <laughs> uh, or give me the six o'clock game but that 8 is awfully late and then it runs into where are you going to eat afterwards when are you going to get to sleep and the coaches have less time to prepare for their next hopefully victim the next game and so it's tough. It's an awfully late night for the coaches that night because you got to get a little bit of food real quick. You generally order in, and we're, we're sitting there watching film. If, you're, if you lose that 8.30 ball game, then it's tough because then you're thinking about when do you come home? Do you stay and watch the next round of games, or do you come back? Then can your charter plane get there in time? They might not be scheduled to get to you to Sunday because all the tournaments are this weekend, and you might be sitting around, and that's the worst feeling, sitting around without a game to be played. Well, let's talk about having games to play on, uh, on Thursday. Uh, what will you do uh, when you're not with your team? How will you be uh, watching uh, the other teams play? How will you do that? Well, the first thing I needed to check with Eric today, we better not be staying in a hotel that, not, that does not have the SEC network. That's happened before. And so that means I had to be at the Coliseum watching all the games in person. If not, probably on Thursday, I'll watch the first two games because we'll work out Thursday morning early. And then we send our kids to the gift thing where each kid gets a gift from the SEC. It's pretty nice, too. They're able to spend about $300 per kid and all this electronic stuff and all that they get to choose and it's like kids under a christmas tree they love it <laughs> there's about seven choices and it's a reward for playing in a big time league they do this in the men's sports as well and then that afternoon uh we'll look at a little bit of film we'll have an early dinner on thursday then we'll get there to see the georgia arkansas game that will be played at 6, and then we will see the win Auburn play the winner of uh, Bama and Vandy. And we'll watch that whole game. And how will you approach uh, uh, how you scout to whoever at Vandy, Alabama, or, or Auburn? Well, we'll split it up. Uh, two coaches will be scouting the one that we think is the favorite. The other one will be who we think is going to lose. I'll be looking at the hold. I'm looking at the hole. They're writing down all that stuff, and I'm just focusing, watching like I look at game film. My assistants are very good at doing this. Is it better to scout in person or on tape? I think in person. Uh, it's like when the game ends, I want the television copy. The camera angles are better. You were able to see Kennedy Carter the other day come down on that hand and then she slid into a tennis shoe. 
Okay. She slid into a tennis shoe. That's, that was the most painful thing. Okay. And then I want to hear the commentators. I want to hear what they're saying about the game and the flow of it. Uh, their expert, Asia Wilson, the SEC Player of the Year for the last three years, was doing the commentating on this game. She knows what it's all about. Uh, I want to hear that. Then I'll be doing the officiating at the same time. There were some bad calls, which we found about three. Uh, which I have a newspaper right here that shows you one of them right here. No, this wasn't a foul. If you read the Eagle today, this wasn't a foul. It's and she went right through that screen. Well, that happens sometimes. Uh, no harm, no foul. And the last thing, we'll get to the game, and I want our kids focusing. Now, how can they focus with this in their hand? This will still be in their hand, okay, and they'll be watching. But we try to keep our fans away from our kids. We want our kids to be in a group by themselves, away from everybody telling them how great they are or who should be starting or what I should be doing as a coach. So I leave the fans alone, including their parents, get, get completely away watch the game, study the game, and then we'll go back and look at film. Coming up on the show, we'll still talk about the RPI. That's still to come, and the NCAA's top 16 reveal. We hope to be able to uh, bring that to you uh, together while we're still on the air here as it gets revealed on ESPN2, I believe, uh, here in just a little bit. And coming up, we will have uh, David Waxman join us, plus uh, Anna Germain and Ashley Hearn, Some of our, a couple of our players you haven't uh, got to see a lot of because they haven't been able to play yet, but they'll be with us here today. We're live at Rudy's Barbecue. It's the Gary Blair Radio Show from Learfield IMG College. AT&T is a proud partner of Texas A&M Athletics. More for your thing, that's our thing. We're back at Rudy's Barbecue. It's a Gary Blair radio show. We're here until 7 o'clock tonight. Then I believe it is the Billy Kennedy radio show tonight. I assume that they are in town tomorrow. I can't remember their schedule. Yes, they're playing so, South Carolina tomorrow. Yeah, that's tomorrow night. It's going to be a good ball game. Uh, both teams. South Carolina has lost A.J. Lawson. We've lost T.J. Starks. We've lost Gilder. We've lost four pros. And look what Billy Kennedy has done. Mm -hmm. I mean, people have no idea with a short roster what he and his coaching staff has done. So give him a lot of kudos. Uh, they played very well against Vanderbilt in the second half, won that ball game. So... He's got my admiration for what he's done with that team. Billy Kennedy Show will be here at uh, 7 o'clock at uh, Rudy's Barbecue. We'll be here again next week for the final edition of the Gary Blair Show. Uh, next Monday night at 6 o'clock, the Aggies will be in uh, Greenville, South Carolina for the SEC tournament. Uh, this uh, Friday will be the first game up. Around 7.15, 7.30 Central Time is the game time. You can listen on uh, the a Sports Network, uh, News Talk 1620. 
or watch on the SEC Network or on the ESPN app. And we are awaiting at the end of the Yukon uh, South Florida first half on ESPN2. We will get the top 16 reveal. And to kind of why that's important is if you're in the top 16, you, uh, that is where the committee believes you're at today. Then uh, it's only got a few more games left in the mix to uh, determine who the final 16 will be. And the top 16 will host the NCAA championships this season, the first and second round. And David Waxman, our media relations director, is joining us. And uh, Gary, it's just been a, uh, a kind of a whirlwind of being in and out of the top 16. But there's a lot of factors that go into, into hosting and being just kind of being a part of that 16. That's where you want to be at. Well, Steve, uh, a lot of people do not know Steve used to have this job. He was over on this side over here. He's gone to the dark side now. He's in that high administration, you know, the high cotton. But he used to do all the grunt work and sports information that David has to do now. But, David, give everybody a little bit of idea about what all you do, the other sport that you carry, and a little bit about the SEC tournament, what all is involved for the conference office as well as for each individual school. So that's like a four-part question here? Yes. Okay. I'm saving time. <laughs> okay. So uh, I'm the assistant communications director here at Texas A&M. So the sports I focus on are women's basketball and women's golf. So that entails essentially anything any one of you knows about one of our A&M teams has filtered through our office at some point. If Steve gets up here at a Gary Blair radio show and says some brilliant fact about Gary Blair or Kennedy Carter, he got that from something I put out. What? Or sometimes he gets Oh. Never. No, I came up with all that on my own. Never. Oh. If uh, you're watching one of our games on TV and Carolyn Peck says something brilliant about points in the paint or something like that, at some point, <laughs> it has been filtered through our office one way or another. You're a puppet master. Okay, we got a couple of SIs now that are getting into power struggle. But, uh, David, tell us... Uh, a little bit about this SEC. Now you've you've done a little bit of everything. Uh, you've worked Super Bowls before. You've done big games everywhere. Been a part of big events. Now the conference tournament at Greenville. Why is it at Greenville? How's it going to draw? How did it do two years ago there? Well, the the conference tournament. It's hard to uh, really describe to. Uh, people who have not been to a conference tournament, it is one of the best events in sports. A basketball conference tournament, you have all the teams in the league there, they're all competing for a league title, you get to see game after game of, after game of basketball. And it's, it's really, uh, from the outside looking in, if you just watch on TV, you don't get what kind of festival atmosphere it is at a conference tournament. You can sit there at the arena all day and watch games. And that's generally what happens, particularly on Thursday and mm -hmm. Friday. Mm -hmm. You've got 14 colors, and all of a sudden, everybody has their seating. Each year, it rotates around in a bowl, and your seats get better. I'm not sure where our seats are this year. But all of a sudden, you have fans, and they all wear their different colors. And that's and they pull for you. When they lose, the majority of them stay. 
because their airplane ticket, and they were hoping to go home on Sunday <laughs> afternoon, and some of them were fixing to be home on Wednesday night. <laughs> but it's also within five schools or within how many miles? Well, that was going to be my next question for you, Coach. Okay. Uh, who is the closest SEC school to Greenville, South Carolina? South Carolina or Georgia? Georgia. Georgia. Ooh, interesting. Uh, wow. Didn't know that. Hmm. So That's a good note. It, it, where do, how do you think I came up with it? <laughs> Twitter. Google. <laughs> Google Maps It would be the answer. Uh, but if you look at the map and how far Greenville, South Carolina is, and it, the unfortunate part of the SEC, and of course, it, no doubt A&M made the right decision moving, is some of these events are far from us. But if you look at Greenville, South Carolina, it is within driving distance of several really good fan bases for women's basketball. Uh, it's not far from South Carolina. It's not far from Tennessee. It's not far from uh, Alabama and the Mississippi schools, Auburn, Kentucky, Kentucky, even Vanderbilt, all sort of within driving distance of Greenville. And it's really a quaint town. If you haven't been to Greenville, it's going to be there the next three years. The uh, the turnout was very good the last time we were there and the town really embraces the conference tournament in a way some of the bigger cities might not all right well here's the bottom line folks if we were averaging 10,000 fans a year i've tried to get it in houston the sec tournament we cannot get it because the only ones that want it in houston is lsu and ourselves I would love to grow the game by growing our base. The Big 12 has Dallas. They rotate between Oklahoma City and Kansas City. That's their base. Houston would be very, very good. But until I can walk in there and say, look at our season ticket package, where that's what they have at Tennessee and at South Carolina, they want to make dollar bills. And that's the difference. So right now, we've sold out our allotment, but we can get more tickets to South Carolina, but us and Missouri are the two further schools away. And Fayetteville's not a whole lot closer. So that is the thing, they have to put it somewhere. If it was in Nashville every year, we would all love that because that's great for the fans as well because there's other things to do. But we cannot get the facility but once every five years. And that's why we're not in Nashville, but I'd still love to go to Houston. Well, Greenville is a uh, is a fun place. We had a great time there two years ago and looking forward to getting there and hope some folks can make plans if they're not going this year to maybe go over the next two years. Uh, David Waxman, thank you for joining us. We're going to let you get set because the reveal is coming up in just a few minutes, and then hopefully we'll get to be able to squeeze that here on the show. David Waxman, everybody, we appreciate it. We're live at Rudy's Barbecue. It's a Gary Blair radio show from Learfield IMG College. Gary Blair Radio Show rolls on here from Rudy's Barbecue with Coach Gary Blair. I'm Steve Miller. The Aggies up four spots in the AP top 25 to number 15. RPI is also 15. 
We're waiting the top 16 reveal from the NCA coming up in just a few moments. But until then, we have a couple of our players that uh, you may not know. You may know their name, but you've not seen them play. Uh, Anna Germain and Ashley Hearn. And Gary, they have been able to contribute in some ways that our fans can't see. What have they been doing? Well, first, they practice every day. Uh, Anna's been with us the whole year. She's a transfer from Colorado State. Uh, she's having to sit out this year because of a transfer rule. We tried to get the appeal, but it didn't go through. Uh, Ashley is transferring from UCLA, where she was able to graduate way early, a lot earlier than I did. And she will be eligible, and then we've got an appeal for her. Can we get one or two years out of her? Okay, we know we've got two years out of Anna, we might be able to get three years. Everything's <laughs> in this appeal process and everything. But Anna, let me start with you first. You came here, you're from Latvia. Tell us a little bit about your country and your family first before we talk basketball. So yeah, I'm from Latvia, which is a small country in Northern Europe. We only have two million people. When I was in high school, I knew that I want to go somewhere else for college, and I decided that I want to come to the United States because you can play sports and get education at the same time. Back home, you cannot do that. You have to go play professionally or go get education. So I was very excited to come here, so I decided to come here. And then my family, uh, my mom, she's a lawyer. She travels a lot. I'm trying to get her to come see me, but she, she's going to South America next week and she's not coming here. <laughs> she chose South America over me, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, so my mom travels a lot. My brother, he's an athlete too. He plays soccer. He's 16. It's always fun to see him because I get to go home only once a year, and I see him, uh, so I see him only once a year, and he's every time he's so different because that's like the uh, age you change a lot. But yeah, I definitely miss my family a lot. Over... In Europe as a whole, correct me, because I had a foreign exchange student from Finland back when I was at Nacogdoches. If you work over in most of these countries, you're getting six weeks off for vacation. Six weeks. That means if you're an electrician or a plumber, this is the way it is in most countries. And they save and they travel. And they're not as spoiled as us Americans. We think we've got to have everything. But they use their money for travel, and it's very good. They're not just staying in their country. They go out and visit people, and I think that's one of the good things about Europe. Tell us, what have you been able to learn this year by watching our style of play, the difference between the league that you were in at Colorado State and now going against the post players of the SEC? So, yeah, it's very different. Uh, SEC is very physical. It's been a lot of fun to be with this team. And I'm, of course, I'm sad that I don't get to play. But at the same time, I believe, like, everything happens for a reason. So this year for me has been, like, to get to adjust to new playing style and just to get stronger. 
and see how it is here. And it's been a lot of fun to see how our team develops. And I'm so happy for C and Indy that they're doing better each and, e each and every game. And it's, I'm just so proud because I get to play against them every day and they're getting better. That means like I'm helping them, you know? <laughs> so yeah, it, it's definitely been fun. Tell us about A&M as a whole. What have you enjoyed about just being a student here at A&M? Um, I really like this school. Like, that was one of the biggest reasons why I chose to come here, because I wanted to go to a good school and to a big school. And A&M is a really good school. I really enjoy being here. I really like people. Everybody's really nice. Um, of course, I'm, like, one of the biggest things that you guys have here is the Aggie Connections that I'm very happy for. <laughs> that will definitely help me after I graduate. Uh, but yeah, people just have been so welcoming that it's been really a pleasure to be here. Now, if I'm not mistaken, uh, you've got a boyfriend that's playing where now? He's in Tulsa. He plays uh, Oral Roberts. Now, is he from Latvia also? He's Latvian too, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, well, I just wanted to know, because uh, <laughs> some of y'all remember, a few years ago we had Katrina Lambaja. And that was one of the young ladies when we were recruiting her that had a chance to talk to her in her language and everything like that. But this young lady's doing, she leads our team in block shots, okay? She averages about five to six every practice. Her timing is unbelievable. It's not that she's getting up like Robinson or something, swatting it out of the way or like uh, Kennedy did the other day with that block shot. But this kid's timing, she's making Sierra better, okay? And Kaylin, those are the ones she usually goes against and everything. But Anna, we're extremely happy to have you and uh, hopefully you're going to be able to play some more ball and hopefully you'll get a chance this summer to play some ball but I can't talk about that but maybe you can go ahead so yeah this summer um, hopefully I'm going to Spain with athletes in action um, so it's a t uh, with a team that's like made out of all these D1 athletes uh, at first, we thought we were going to Poland, <laughs> and I was very excited because that's like close to Latvia. So I was like, "Yes, my whole family can come." But now we're going to Spain. I'm really excited too. So that's going to be in August. Um, yeah. Well, it should be. I promise you, Spain's that good. <laughs> hey, Gary, we're going to keep these ladies for a few more minutes. We're going to take a quick break, and we're going to come back and visit with both of them some more. Okay. Uh, this, is, this has been pretty good. So we've got uh, Anna Germain and Ashley Hearn with us. That's the Gary Blair Radio Show. We're live at Rudy's Barbecue from Learfield IMG College. Gary Blair Show rolls on from Rudy's Barbecue. The NCAA reveal was just put out, and the Aggies are sitting at number 16 on the committee's rankings. So that's a great spot to be in. We have a couple of guests that we're going to get to after this uh, final timeout. Honor Jermaine and Ashley Hearn join us as the Gary Blair Show continues from Learfield IMG College. Back at Rudy's Barbecue, it's the Gary Blair Radio Show. With Coach Gary Blair, I'm Steve Miller. Coming up at the top of the hour, it's the Billy Kennedy Radio Show. We'll be here from 7 until 8 o'clock talking Aggie men's basketball. Guys are on a roll as well. Be anxious to hear from them here in just a few moments. But until then, we're going to talk some more women's basketball, Gary. Uh, I've got Ashley Hearn with us now. 
And this is a young lady I recruited out of high school. She went to Bishop Lynch and then transferred uh, over to Sashi. Is that how you say it? Saxy, okay, that's in the Garland area around Rowlett and all that type of stuff. But this is a young lady that's a six-four. She went out to La La Land to UCLA, and if you remember when we went to UCLA out there and played in the Sweet 16 out there, well, no, that was the second round NCAA. We went out to the second round NCAA out there, and you remember the comeback that we had against Penn when we were 21 down, I believe. Then the next team we played was UCLA and Ashley Hearn right there, and they barely beat us by 32, I think, that <laughs> night. That was a very, very good UCLA team. But tell us a little bit about yourself, what you're doing, what you studied out at UCLA, and just let her rip. Awesome. So um, at UCLA, my, um, one of my biggest goals was to do well academically. I ended up having a higher uh, college GPA than my high school GPA. Um, so that was, that was something I really took pride in. And um, my parents, they really always encouraged me to, to get out and explore and, and to take advantage of all the different um, academic opportunities that UCLA had to offer. So I um, ended up, sorry, I'm really nervous. <laughs> so I ended up um, kind of um, like really diving into that and made that my focus so that I could graduate a bit early. Um, my majors there were gender studies and African-American studies and I was hoping to use that um, to go into like human resources something that I swear, because I know every, every company needs a human resource officer, of course, right? So um, my focus is a little bit different here, as I've decided that I want to go more into the route of educational psychology to become a school counselor. So um, that's kind of just a little bit about me. And you're trying to help me a little bit with the psychology of this basketball team. She'll come over and put her arm around me. Now, Coach Blair, this is how I would handle it in this situation. <laughs> and we work hand in hand, and she's going, but both of them haven't missed a single basket. Okay? They're undefeated. They're both. And just, you're always asking about how recruiting is going. Six, five, six, four. Last year, Look at what we had sitting out. Uh, Leah Wilson, Sierra Johnson, okay? Now we have these two young ladies and our little point guard, Mackenzie Green. She just got selected for a big all-star game that'll be played at the Final Four in Tampa Bay. She was at our ball game and her parents are just great. They're out of Manville. But tell us, what have you been able to notice about our style of play and the SEC style of play versus the Pac-12? It's a little bit different. Right. Um, I just noticed that our, our program is incredibly athletic. Um, there was a lot of skilled players at, um, in the Pac-12, but I think as far as like athleticism and, and the physicality of the SEC, like it's just, it's pretty incredible. Well, you're going to do wonders for us. This kid plays the five position. This kid plays the four. So we were going to have tremendous competition. No matter how good Sierra and Indy are, they're going to be looking over their shoulders next year because these two are coming. They're playing. They're going to get better during the summertime, but they're helping us every day in practice right now. But young ladies, 
It's time to eat some Rudy's barbecue. <laughs> All, right. All right. All right. Thank Ashley you. Ashley Hearn and Anna Germain, everybody. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by Texas A&M University. Reuse of the presentation is prohibited without the express written consent of Texas A&M University and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and Texas A&M University. The reveal came out uh, just a few moments ago and mentioned a few seconds ago that uh, Texas A&M is number 16 in that and Gary, what surprised you, uh, if anything, in that uh, committee reveal there? That there was no Marquette, no Gonzaga. They're all Power Five conference teams except for Connecticut, which is the Power Five, <laughs> okay? They're rewarding the major college teams that play in the tougher leagues. Usually it's up to the committee. Now what's fixing to happen, the Gonzagas and the Marquettes that are sitting there probably as a five seed now, they're waiting around for some of us to lose in our conference tournaments. I think one of those teams will move up into a four spot after it's all said and done. But this weekend, all five Power Five conference teams are playing. The following weekend, it's more of the small colleges that will be playing, the mid-conference. Mid well, the Aggies are 16 in that. Let's see if we can hold on to that through to the NCAA tournament and bring the hosting right here. Our thanks to Anna Jermaine, Ashley Hearn, David Waxman, Coach Gary Blair, and to Tony O'Neill back at the studio and Chase James here. We'll talk to you again on uh, Monday night from here. This has been the Gary Blair Radio Show from Learfield IMG College. on the Texas A&M Sports Network from Learfield IMG College, live from Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue on Harvey Road in College Station. This has been the Gary Blair Radio Show, brought to you by Bud Light, game day's favorite light logger, Texas Ford, official truck and SUV of Texas A&M Athletics, Memorial Herman, Advancing Health, and by Rudy's Country Store and Barbecue. Visit Rudy's.com to find real Texas barbecue near you. The preceding has been a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Texas A&M Sports Network. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate, or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.